0: It's literally about, you know, what can I do now to expand my life? So if you're creating a work atmosphere to expand somebody's life, they're going to be wanting to come to work. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Back in the day, back in the 40s and 50s, you know, there was a time of um, uh, I want to call it, say stagnation, where you know there wasn't a lot of jobs. Uh, and, you know, so stagnant, so people would do anything to hold on to a job, you know, because that was what their identity was, the employees uh, would do anything just to hold down a job, it doesn't really matter anymore. Nowadays, you know, they have so many different opportunities. And they want more than just well, you know, I want a paycheck, because back then it was about survival, you know, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, it was about survival. And and that's it. And, and that's the problem that that concept or that idea has migrated into you know this 21st century people are now trying to figure out hey i want to be human you know there's i'm here for a reason and it's more than just you know outputting widgets or whatever you want to do and i've worked with a ton of ceos you know, at the end of the day, you know, with their 80s and their 90s, and they all they come back to me, you know, you know, my family came from a, you know, a well respected family, a lot of wealth and so on like that. Uh, and again, as they've aged, they've never said, you know, if I if I just made another, you know, couple hundred million dollars, you know, then I would be happier, nowadays, it's like that meaning of life is is starting off uh, at the younger generation. It's like, no, I want to experience the meaning of life when I'm younger. And you know, so your workforce is changing. So as a CEO, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about say the workforce, you have to provide the meaning of life, or why you are here, uh, you know, at a genetic level, your deeper purpose you have to ravel that or entangle that into, say, your work environment. And it sounds kind of crazy. Uh, I know, you know, because it's like, well, no, we're just here to make a profit. Well, the companies that I've worked with, you know, uh, is quite amazing. Uh, They one, the CEOs are a hell of a lot healthier. They're not burning themselves out because their quality of life, their main purpose of being human, one, is fulfilled. If your main purpose of being human as a CEO is fulfilled, well, you're a lot happier CEO. Your managers, your employees are a lot happier. It's more it's much easier for say your workflow to go smoother without glitches. It's a lot easier for the dynamics of the company to go a lot easier and smoother because well there's several reasons, but the main reason is because that individual, whether it's a CEO level, management level, you know, employee level, it's like, gosh, they treat me like human. And it's not about just treating even, it's about being and experiencing that consciousness of literally living like you're human and, and you're worthy of more than just say production or the bottom line when you can create that atmosphere in yourself uh, you can create that atmosphere in your company uh, when you can create that uh, atmosphere in your company what what happens and this is this is straight out you know this is straight out proof from the companies that I've worked with one, You get rid of those problem employees. Those types of individuals create problems. That's what they do. That's what they're, say, geared up for and programmed. So you get rid of those, those problem employees and you attract Those employees uh, that want to grow, that want to expand, that want to say improve their life because that's what their life mission is, right? It's literally about, you know, what can I do now to expand my life? So if you're creating a work atmosphere to expand somebody's life, they're going to be wanting to come to work. Just like many, say, sports teams, you know, that win, right? They're in the zone they're connected, they can know when and where the other person is going to throw that ball and be there automatically to catch it, you can get the same scenario um, uh, in the work atmosphere as well. Uh, So it it becomes really a healthy environment. When you create, say an XI environment on you you know, within your company, one, you know, uh, you get rid of your problem employees, Uh, uh, Bottom line, those people that want to cause issues and are always having issues, whether they're sick or, you know, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, they they just don't want to work there anymore. Two, you attract individuals that really want to say, create, say, a vision of their life, they want to understand life more. So you attract really good people and they love working there the work atmosphere really changes. Three, well, like I just said, the work atmosphere radically changes. So you have more efficiencies in the system. The cool thing about it all is that one, you know, your motivation, employee motivation they love coming to work so they're they love coming to work it's a healthier it's a healthier group of individuals that want to come to work it unifies say the group say dynamics uh, and profits you know uh, tend to go up uh, when you have all that so how does a ceo go about getting all that because that's what ceos are always after and there's a lot of companies that spend a lot of money you know, motivating, training their employees, you know, taking them to say motivational classes, you know, self-improvement classes and so on like that. You know, they've got, you know, Google, Facebook campuses and so on that provide everything for the employees. And, you know, those 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 things, they're failing. And the reason why, you know, they're literally failing is because they're not providing what, what that person needs. They're not providing the nutrition, the frequency nutrition, that the employee needs, they're not providing that frequency nutrition, you know, that the CEO needs. And that's why the CEO burns out, or does some stupid ass thing later on, you know, to mess up their company and themselves, right? So so the benefit of all this is like, or, or what do you do? How do you get these employees? You know, how do you get those star employees? And uh, again, my cats, my cat just loves when when I do these. So 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 she's right here she just she just she just loves the frequencies that uh that uh that it's about and and by the way animals love the proper frequencies and that's why no you know i don't know how many times i come in you know we do the high level you know transformations uh for ceos and stuff and and she's around right here so so anyway so she's going to be in the video guys uh yeah so so yeah 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 so so she just loves the vibe literally she loves the vibe i'm not i'm not like hey, here's some kitty treats or hey, here's this and that, you know, come here and stay with me. You know, we're going to incentivize you with more bonuses and all that stuff. You know, what is this cat after? It's the same thing that, say, humans are after, right? That spiritual nutrition, if you want to call it that, to water it down. And again, I don't mean to water it down, but just so everybody knows, there's some, say, presence or some essence that we all need to feed. That that presence or essence, however you want to call it, if you're religious, that's totally fine. You can look at it from that bend If you're spiritual, that's totally fine. You can look at it from that bend And even if you're atheist or scientist, you know, int- or intellectual that doesn't believe in any of that, just think of it as there's a grander version of you that wants to come out. Okay, so however you look at it, however, whatever faith or belief system you have, we're all we're all human, we all have a natural element that wants to be the grandest version of themselves. So how do you get that? Think of your organization as an organism, say you have heart issues, the other parts of your body get depleted, right? Or are say shortchanged because of your heart issues or your addiction problems or whatever. Now expand that into your company culture. So all those genetic issues or your, say, identity, self-identity of who you really are, again, the frequency of who you really are, that that parallels or that starts coming into play into your organization. So if you're, say, an unhealthy CEO, your genetic pattern is unhealthy. That genetic pattern transfers into say more employees being ill, more employees being, um, uh, you know, having problems, having sick days, not being say the complete self, right? If you have issues, especially, uh, you know, say, personality issues, you know, uh, you're always angry, or you're always frustrated, or, uh, you know, you're that uh, you know, sheep CEO. I call it a sheep CEO, where you know, underlying you're a sheep, but then you know, in front of your you know employees and your company and your shareholders, you're that say that wolf or that lion. People start to see the two identities that you have and that creates a misrepresentation in your management uh it it creates misrepresentation in your employees right down down the line right down to you know the person that's cleaning out the bathrooms and you're going to have that chaos on like who are we following are we following this sheep or are we following this line the employees are sensing okay beyond say the physical perception just like my cat here Right Uh, there. They sense that. Oh, mass is generating these frequencies. What is that? You know that I need that I want that. I want to hang out with him. Right. So you naturally attract. So those employees are going, wow, there's some distorted frequencies that I'm getting here. You know, if you had like a frequency counter, they have that. Right, they have a frequency sensor uh, that measures, say, radio waves and so on, like that. Right, so so if that CEO, for example, and we're all, you know, uh, frequency say sensors, uh, we all get vibes from people. I don't care who you are. Even if you don't believe it, you get a vibe from that person. That vibe isn't congruent to, say, a higher being or a, or a person that is congruent. That's what a higher being is. You're congruent on the inside as you are on the outside. I'm not just blaming, you know, just that CEO. But if the CEO is congruent, right, you would more natu- you would naturally have or gravitate to kids uh, that would have say less issues are, are more congruent and strong and healthy. Uh, again, it's the same family value structure in a company. It goes right down. Even, even if those employees don't really see the CEO, that frequency within the company is still there. I, I get the CEO that calls me up or, or connects with me and goes, hey, you know what? you know my company's failing. Or you know we're struggling. We're always having finance issues. Or we're always having some you know research and development issues. Or you know it's taking years for us to you know uh, do some research where we could you know where we know we could condense it if we can you know just go beyond you know to that precipice and understand say what's the next best thing. So those are those are the kind of questions that first say intrigue the CEO to come seek me out. And then I scan them, I analyze them. It's just like, you know, an asset sheet, a balance sheet. It's like, well, you know, I know you want X, but let's take a look at your balance sheet. Right. Because, again, it's all about and it's about your frequency balance sheet. Okay, how are you as an individual? Okay, are you two very different people? A lot of CEOs are three or four different, say, personalities, depending on what and who they're dealing with. So again, you analyze all that. So the first step is literally, it's like, one, the CEO comes to me and it's like, Moss, I have X problem. And that X problem uh, again is, uh, you know, they want to, you know, have a thriving company, right? Or their company's having uh, massive issues, right? Uh, whatever it might be. So either they wanna have, you know, a better environment or they have massive issues or, you know, they're, they've, They've invested in a lot of time and money trying to figure out what's wrong, you know, with their, say, company culture or, uh, again, a concept or an idea that they can't get off the ground. So those are the three main patterns that, you know, CEOs come to me. Oh, uh, part of that, too, is like, it's like, Moss, I love my company. You know, I love how much money I'm making, but I'm, I'm just not happy I'm burnt out. You know that uh, again that's that's the actually that's the number one reason that um that that people come to me so when they do come to me it's like i don't look at the their company uh, the company issues and so on like that i look at uh, again the ceo because i can analyze this ceo uh, just like that, uh, and again, even if, if you don't believe me, it's okay. I've done it with you know, hundreds of thousands of people. I don't need to prove anything to you. Uh, if you want to, uh, again, you can just come and have a session with me, and uh, I'll prove it to you if you need to, if you need that proof. But anyway, I analyze the CEO and see what's going on, and from there, uh, I extrapolate exactly the problems of what the company is. Simple as that. What I do is like, hey, you know what, let's solve the CEO here. And as the CEO changes, the company problems start to change. The company starts to manifest a whole different identity. And it's really amazing to see where, again, where two things that are, say, from from the outside perspective, not related, right? company or like CEO problems, and then company problems, when they're not related, when you when you when I analyze it, and lay it out for them, it just again, company problems, CEO problems, again, identical issues here, right, Uh, at a genetic level, I would call it so, so as as you switch over, as that CEO starts to become or realize who they really are, one, they're less burnt out, and all the positive health issues, mental issues, you know, cognitive issues, you know, and that, you know, that rebirth uh, of who they really are. That rebirth of, gosh, I'm really human again, right? I'm not a slave to my company, right? They become real individuals or humans who happen to be running a company. But it also changes and transforms uh, the value system of your employees. Uh, and the products and services that you're sending out. There's a vibe in your product and service when you're sending out. It just feels good to have, uh, again, a product or service that loving people, that people who are healthy carry. And they can people can feel that in the product and service that you're providing to your clients. Your clients become happier. And for some ungodly reason, uh it's amazing people those people want to come back to your store and go i don't know why but i just like the vibe of this store if you have a store or you know uh, representative representative or whatever they just like the vibe of the product uh, that you have because again all those frequencies are packaged into the end result uh your product and service one of the biggest say examples of this is the apple Uh, iPhone. At the time, uh, the iPhone was not the best phone out there. Uh, It was not the cheapest phone out there, by the way. Uh, There was a there was, you know, again, a few other competitors that had a lot, uh, you know, a, a much better phone that was out there at a cheaper price. But why did everybody want the iPhone because it was the frequency of Steve Jobs Steve Jobs created this identity and you might think it's their marketing and selling like that that's an offshoot that's a byproduct of again the frequency of Steve Jobs he was a very magnetic person that's the kind of vibe that I'm talking about you don't have to seduce them you don't have to uh, create those annoying uh, you know customer service calls where they keep they keep telling you you know it's like oh I'm so sorry for your problem blah 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 it's like yeah i just you know i just want to get that done it's not about that it's about you know again the vibe of your product and your service the end result thanks for joining the episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of high consciousness it's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused it's the process of change for best results observe and practice spatial referencing ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join MAS on social media through the links in the show notes below.